So what's going on out there, Cigar Fam? This is Mike Sanchez. And David Nunez, a.k.a. And Dave Jokes. Dave Jokes. The funny guy with the smokes. <laughs> I like that. Is that a new slogan you've been working on? Nah, I just threw that out there. Just threw it out there? Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of uh, Smell My Bourbon. So this is what, episode number three? Number three, man. Yeah, we were on a little hiatus because of me. Because of so Dave. It was all my fault, but he had, we're he back. Had, he had a... Uh, he had uh, issues. I'm always having issues. Yeah, yeah. It comes with the age, I think. Probably. Yeah, Probably. I would have to agree. It's all age. Dave, Dave's issues are all age. Mine are all weight. <laughs> well, he can't wait, and I only wait. <laughs> Sometimes mine are weight weight related too. So, yeah. Man, well, we got a good day. We got a good episode uh, lined up for you guys today. We uh, we're trying out some new cigars as always, and we have a new whiskey that we'll be trying out. So, yeah. um, Dave, tell me a little bit about the cigar that we got today. So, um, I had some cigars, and then it's like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go, and I went to uh, Casa de Monte Cristo today over on the Webster location, and I got this Don Pepin Garcia, uh, and his this guy is a master roller. And he's comes from Cuba. He's got a lot of cigar lines that he puts out, but his his um his biggest line is my father's cigars. He's the guy behind that. But then he's got his own personal, and this is the original. And so this is a Nicaraguan Corojo. Uh, it's all Nicaraguan, uh, all three layers: the wrapper, the binder, and the filler. And I picked this one because it's a more of a bold taste to it. Mm-hmm. And since we have Tonight, we're drinking the Old Smoky Tennessee Salty Caramel Whiskey, which has kind of a sweet taste to it. It I, smells good. It I smells wanted, sweet. I wanted the contrast of the spicy and the bold to the sweetness just to see how it would pair up. Yeah. So, Like my first impression of the cigar, you know, I take it out and I, I smell it and it's got a strong, nice, leafy smell. Like I like that smell. It's, it smells like it's fresh tobacco. It smells like it's... It smells what you would what you would expect a really good cigar to smell like. So I'm kind of I'm excited to try it out and see Me too. if the uh, the taste is as good as the smell. But it does it has a great smell to it. Yeah. And then and then I'm over here right now. I got this this uh, glass of uh, of salted caramel whiskey, and I can just smell that coming up. And like so, I'm like I'm fiending now to try to take a sip, have smoke a little bit. You haven't tasted it. Yet? I haven't tasted it yet. I was, I've you been should, waiting. Yeah, you should take it. I should sip. take a sip. Let's yeah, take a sip, sip before you smoke the cigar. See what you think. Wow. Now, I've, I've had this before. It's like having dessert. Yeah. I've had this before, and I tried it because um, I was at uh, one of my local, um, uh, what do you call it? Liquor stores. Liquor stores, local yeah. liquor store. He's like, what do you call it? Uh, age, church? Age-related. Yeah, church. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, liquor store. No, and um, I, I saw this line there, and they have all kinds of stuff. They also have... The uh, moonshine in those mm-hmm. in those jars in the mason jars, and they have different kinds. And the guy was telling me about it. He says you should try it. So I tried it, and I liked it. Some people would say eh, it's a little too sweet for me, but I, I think it's it's something that you would just kind of want to sip and enjoy. It's not something that you would overdo or, or have. No, it's, it's for, throughout the whole night. It's, it's something, definitely for like the end of dinner kind of thing where you're just gonna mellow out at the end of dinner. That's it's a nice dessert whiskey. Yeah, I, I know it sounds weird because like you don't. It's not like wines where you had dessert wine and everything like that. It's right. whiskey. It's whiskey, but it has a nice sweet note to it. It's like a perfect ending for like a nightcap or something like that. Yeah, that or just if you just say, well, I'm, I'm going to have like a couple and then call it a night, you know. I'm not going to lie. The fat boy in me wants to put this in some vanilla ice cream. 
it would probably pair very well. And the thing is, if you do put some ice in it, it, it kind of tones it down some. Yeah. So you didn't get you don't get all that sweetness in there. But yeah. um, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a good. Really good. It, it tastes good. It's, it, it, it's it's almost dangerously good because of how sweet it is and how how much it tastes like salted caramel. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Go ahead, light up. All right, let's light this cigar up. I'm excited. This is what I've been waiting for all week. All week I've been waiting to light up the cigar because I was like, man, I ain't smoking at all this week. I'm gonna wait till to our episode because I really want to really be able to savor the flavor and 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 have a fresh palate for it. And it's got a nice label. I like the label too. I'm a, I'm a big fan of aesthetics. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a good one right there. Just taking some pictures for, for the episode here. Wanna- so right off the bat, it doesn't have that much spice like I was ex- expecting to have. It's not. It's not very spicy, but it's got a, a very woodsy kind of flavor to it. Yeah. I mean, it does have some spicy notes to it, so maybe later on, um, you might you might taste them. So we'll see. Lighten mine up just so that I can get a get started, get it going. It's got a good flavor to it, though. I mean, it does have a good flavor. It's got that, like I said, it's got that woods kind of earth kind of flavor to it. Um, Dude, I love your lighter. Your lighter is like it just it just it doesn't just shut off. It kind of comes back down to a crescendo. Yeah, after it, you lit uh, it up, it just kind of still keeps going and then just kind of burns out. All right, let's see what this is all about. It's very light. It's not as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Um, when I smelt that leaf and I smelt the, the the cigar itself, I was expecting like a really kind of like a really heavy, really hard hitting. Tobacco and it's actually very it's smooth. Yeah. yeah, it's real smooth, real mellow. It's like really good. Yeah. It's it's just a good looking cigar all the way around. It's got a nice cap on it. And then as I'm rolling it, because I'm I'm a big fan of just rolling the, the cigar uh in my fingers and it's got a good oiliness to it. Um it's got a good feel, it's got a good wrap, it's not too tight and it's not loose where you know you, you draw and it's like drawing a bunch of air. It's you're actually tasting the tobacco you're tasting every bit of tobacco in it yeah this is definitely a nice one this is this is actually it actually pairs really good with this with this whiskey because these are both something that you would wouldn't mind having at the end of the night to kind of just calm you down and kind of a perfect close to everything i think yeah it's good i like this one this is a really good one this is like i said i, I like the flavor i like the fact that it's not over it's not too powerful it's not too strong of a uh, of a taste it has that very smooth draw. You don't want to, you know, because some tobaccos we take that we some of the cigars that we smoked here, we've had really heavy spice and and real heavy kind of like uh, tobacco flavor where it's good, but it leaves that kind of that aftertaste where you're just like, man, I, you know, you smoked that cigar and it was. Yeah, it's one of those that, uh, or not this one, but I've had some cigars where they just kind of slap you, mm-hmm. and, and you're left with that taste in your mouth, so to speak. But yeah, no, this one, this one, this one goes down real well. It's, yeah. it's really nice. So, I like this one. This one's real, real mellow. <sighs> so I, I, for now, it smokes real good. I would definitely smoke this one again. But um, we'll we'll see at the end of the night. At the end of the uh, night, yeah, we'll figure out where we're at with this one. Yeah. But I do. I like this one so far. And, and and you're right. The feel. I like the feel. It, it has a good feel to it. Maybe because of, uh, of the. Um, the roll or the wrap on it, the way it's wrapped, it's, what you, it's called a what again? The, this, 
This this kind of rap is called a what? Uh, corojo. A corojo. Yeah. And I don't smoke a lot of corojos because I, you know, I usually use the Churchills or I use the, the little smaller ones. Yeah. So this has got a good feel to it. It's a it's a very filling cigar. It fits well in your hand. It smokes very well. Uh, I like this one. I really do. Yeah. You can tell I, there was a lot of care made into these. Yeah, I mean, the guy has a, a really good reputation, so um, they're they're going to put the best product out there. So yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it to let let us down. So, but no, this is good, real good. I'm impressed. This is the first time I've I've had this one. So I've had uh, the my father cigars before. Yeah, I know. I've seen them on your post. You post um, a lot with those. You, that seems to be like one of your favorites. Yeah, they're really good. I really enjoy them, and so this is right up there too. Yeah, these are really good. I'm still into the, the Asylum still. I'm really, really liking the Asylum brand right now. That's what I've been trying to smoke. I'm trying to get the, uh, I want to get the, the 10th anniversary once it just came out. I think it's more for the aesthetic purpose because I haven't actually smoked the 10th anniversary, but I like the aesthetics with their little coffin cases and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, man. So what's going on, Dave? What's going on new? What's new with Dave's world? Uh, not much. Just being the same old Dave. Uh kind of single right now because Celine is out in the woodlands at a mini conference and so it's just me and Tristan and uh we've been kind of hanging oh yeah and so I've been you know getting him to school make or not getting him to school but making sure he gets to school and then had to take him to uh football practice this morning like at 6 30 in the morning and so now we're here this is going to be the highlight of my week is it really this is it the podcast is the highlight this is so you're single for the week or for the weekend? No, just for the weekend. She took off yesterday, and uh, she comes back on Saturday. So are we doing, like, risky business kind of stuff at the house? Are we running around in underwears and socks and playing music, or are we uh, in full-on dad mode? I usually run around in my boxers. Uh, I don't really wear socks too much uh, unless it's wintertime and then my feet get cold. And as an old guy, you got to keep the feet you gotta keep warm. Keep the feet warm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the soul goes through the souls. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, work's been kicking my butt. All these projects and all these tasks they're throwing my way and things like that. So um, you know, just uh, riding the high from the from the comedy shows on over the the past weekend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there was a lot of good stuff this past yeah, weekend. Good stuff, and looking uh, well, forward to the shows for. Uh, October. Yeah, October's gonna be a busy month for us and stuff like that, yeah. man. Yeah. So yeah, same thing. Just just chilling, working. Uh, man, trying to do all these damn kids, dude. I don't know about you, but kids, man. I, I know you got some boys. You know, you have as many issues. We so okay because you have boys from one generation to like you have a huge generational gap between your kids, between your oldest and your youngest. Yeah, because at least a good almost 20 15, years. 20 years, right? Twenty years. Yeah. So. You'd be the perfect person to ask this question. Do you see a difference in raising your kid 20 years ago versus raising a kid now? Absolutely. Absolutely. So like uh, what? Uh, just uh, more patience, um, more experience, uh, know how to handle them. Uh, I definitely um, have a better idea of some of the things that they try to pull on you. Yeah. You know, try to catch them with their bullshit because... Uh, Tristan's a master bullshitter. He, he'll he'll try to pull the wool over my eyes in a heartbeat. Yeah. Do you feel like that came with age? Like as you've gotten older, your 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 
your approach to raising kids is I think it's it's that it's also learning from from the wife because she's much better at recognizing these things because because she's more uh, in tune with her, with her feelings right well that and and um, she was a problem child herself so you know when when you've when you've done those things you recognize it a lot quicker mm. uh, I didn't used to get in trouble I wasn't like that so not that I didn't I was afraid to but I just, it wasn't much opportunity for us because living in a small town, where are you going to go? I mean, there was nowhere to go and nothing to do, really. And so um, it was just kind of, I didn't really do all that. And so I'm kind of oblivious to it or was oblivious to it. But I, uh, my eyes have been open going through the four boys. Kind of actually, the oldest raising four one, boys, raising four boys, raising four. Yeah, boys. we don't want the one thing you're going through four. No, boys. going that through raising four bad. boys. Yeah, but um, <laughs> definitely the oldest on a one. Weekend is- yeah, the oldest one was an eye opener because he uh, really tried to to do, uh, really tried to get away with a lot of stuff. So that was um, that was definitely a learning experience, and so he set the tone for me because he it was a challenge with him. So what I've come to the conclusion of with raising kids is. Even though my kids don't have a big age difference, there's a big difference in, in raising them. Like, kids today, to me, seem like it's a lot harder to raise them nowadays than it was back in the days. It just seems like... So, it feels like, to me, like, the the the, the kids nowadays have a at least thick skin. They're not as thick-skinned as we were when we were younger. Or, or it's like, you're, you're probably your first son, probably a lot less emotional than the last one. You could get after him, hit his ass, and, and then he just bounced back and go on about it like it was no big deal. But, like, nowadays... Man, if you even raise your voice at the kids, they're talking about, hold on, Dad, you're invading my personal space and you're hurting my emotional well-being. And, like, it's, there's just a, more of an emotional... It's just his laughing over there, so I'm assuming he's tried this before. You. No, actually, actually, it's the opposite. What? Uh, my oldest is the one that pulled the you know the, all the emotional stuff about this and about that. And I think the older ones, be, or the other ones, because of him... They saw how we reacted to him and how he reacted, and so we we had less and less trouble with them. And I think they just kind of learned from him. Are, do you think maybe that your approach to him was different than the first one? Therefore, the emotions weren't there because you were already trying like to nurture their emotion when you were dealing with them, versus being a little bit more strict and a little bit more harder on the first one. Um, I, th- I think it was because he tended to be. Uh, uh, I want to say he's a little, he was a little bit more adventurous and, like I said, tried to get away with a lot more things than what the other ones were. Um, he had that outgoing personality, and, and his priority was, was hanging out with his friends. And so whenever he got a chance to hang out with his friends, he, he tried, or he wanted to. And sometimes he said, look, you already went here. You already went there. No, you've got it. You know, you got school to tomorrow. You got to study for this. You got to study for that. And sometimes it didn't sit well with him. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones, just like ah, they were, you know, more more chill. You know, they were okay just hanging out at the house. You know, now they'll go out and stuff like that. But um, when they were in high school, you know, they had friends and stuff, and they would do stuff. They would do things with their friends, but it wasn't a thing where. Uh, we're going out during the middle of the week, or we're going out on the weekends, and we're doing this, and we're doing that. Yeah, yeah. It was more chill for them. This one tends to be a little bit more outgoing. He has almost the same type of personality as them, or as, as my oldest, but he's more aware of what will allow him to get away with. You yeah. Know? Like the boundaries so, have been set a little bit better for him. So he yeah, pretty it. much. Pretty much the rules are there. So he'll he'll try to 
you know, push the rules, but yeah, he 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 can't do that. He, he can't, can't do that, huh? No. He's got he's got it. So for me, for my first son, it, it was it was a little bit more difficult because again, like I was like you, I was learning how to be a parent, and at the time, I was a single parent, so I was doing it on my own. And so it was kind of like I had to play the role of mom and dad. So I had to be the nurturer plus the the the, the executioner, for lack of a better way of saying it. You know, I was the punishment and the the comfort, or supposedly both. And it, and and I found that as time went by, I was more of of the punisher and less of the uh, uh, the nurturer because it was like you had to pick one or the other. And he would my oldest one would test every single thing he could test. Yeah, I mean, it's just, he he has my personality, so he's very hard. He's very hard headed. He's very um. Um, driven to what he thinks is the right thing and that's it so um, we definitely bumped heads a lot growing up and so I had a lot of rocky roads with the first one it was it was you know really hard not so much just because of him but because of me too because I was I was learning how to be a dad so I was trying to like you know man I, I don't know what to do this my house my rules you're gonna do what I say I, you know I, I resorted back to the old school way of parenting yeah. the way I was raised yeah. And it didn't work out very well. I mean, it led to a lot of more arguments and a lot more more heartache than it, than it was necessary. But, yeah. But the cool thing is with this with my youngest one now, there's a lot of things, a lot of factors have changed. And I think a lot of environmental factors or things in your life will change that help you either become a better parent or kind of give you another uh, uh, way of, of doing it. And so with my younger one, I was a lot more understanding. We talked things through a lot better. I've learned to listen instead of dictate. And then two, financially, we're in a little better spot, yeah. which I find it a little bit easier uh, with, with the younger one because of the fact that we're in a better financial spot where I'm not stressed out as much about money as I was when I was with when I had the older one. Yeah, you know, so I think a lot of those factors play in the fact. But then, too, like I said, this generation is a lot more emotionally driven and a lot smarter. You can actually have this conversation with them and they kind of like have feedback back and forth. It's almost like they're a lot more mature now at the younger ages than, than I feel like we were probably at their ages. Like at, at my son's ages, I was like, man, I was trying to go out to party and, and do crazy shit and, and run around the, and outside. And now they're like, they're already thinking like the next step over, you know, like their career. And, and a lot of it probably revolves around being YouTube stars or some kind of influencer, but still they, you know, they're thinking about a different level kind of stuff. Yeah. I, th- I think, um, a lot of that has influenced them to think a certain way, uh, and maybe there's a, a certain maturity level, uh, and and they're ahead of where we were at the same age. But then also, uh, the the common sense factor, it, yeah, it's, it's not there either. Um, so. Yeah, and I, I think you and I had this conversation a while back, or I know we were involved in a conversation with other people where, you know, and I think yeah, that was not too long ago where we talked about, you know, parenting and what we learned from our parents doesn't always apply to our kids. No, not you, this generation. That that's They were a guide, but not necessarily the rules or, or the actual, uh, what do you call it? Plan. The rule book, yeah, it was not the plan yeah. book for how to raise children because, yeah. again, it changes with every generation changes. Every person has a di- different uh, parenting uh, uh, set or type of skills. So, yeah, I've learned that every parent parents differently. Every child takes to things differently. Yeah. Um, the one thing I have realized is, is is not changed at all though is dating. Is your son's dating? Have they had any issues with, with girls yet? Have you had to deal with that that heartache perhaps or? Or, or do you got straight up players over there? What do you, what, what, what do we no, they've with? each, they've each, in fact, all four of them have gone through their little moments to where 
uh, they had their their heart broken uh, from the oldest, uh, probably on a couple of different occasions, to you know the other two. Um, I know Adrian. He was uh, Adrian for a long time uh, was always getting in the friend zone. Mm. And so yeah, but then he ended up going into this relationship that lasted for a while. And in fact, they were actually even talking marriage, and then it just kind of fell apart. So he ended up moving back home. So that was that was kind of tough on him because they had been together for such a long time. But uh, deep down, he knew that it was it was the right decision that they were no longer together. And so even though he was upset about it, and he was kind of sad uh, in his heart, in you know, in his soul, he, he knew that he was better off because it was such a I don't want to say use toxic because it's such a cliche. But it was not a good situation for either one of them. Ah, uh, especially gotcha. him. Especially him. Especially him, huh? Yeah, because he's so soft-spoken, and she was very vocal, and sometimes a little too vocal. Yeah. Even though we liked her and everything. And, and Sometimes um, you're like, man, I really yeah. wish she wouldn't say shit to Yeah, me. well, I mean, so in, in sometimes, in a way, she was good for him because she was... You know, she had to step up for a himself. perspective. She had a drive, mm-hmm. um, and she was kind of pointing him in the right direction. But then, um, in her bad moments, she could be kind of nitpicky and stuff like that. Yeah, ain't that something about like some, most females? Like females, I, I feel like they tend to they can either be one way or another for 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 a male. They can either be very toxic but motivating, or very toxic and 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 depressing, or or, or you know. But again, it, I think it also depends on on the boy. If if they're if they're a strong-willed person who has their own personality, or if they're still the kind that kind of fall in line and just kind of follow suit, versus you know, uh, uh, versus you know, kind of like standing their ground and kind of taking yeah, that, I that think, support and moving forward with it. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Is um, as far as the guys go, what I'm seeing nowadays uh, is that the the girls tend to take the lead in the relationship. At least that's my take on it. Um, but the guys need to know when to be firm on their end right. and when to put their foot down because you can't just be the yes person. I don't think it's even a put the foot down thing. I think it's more of a, I think they, they help build you up to where they want you to go, but they at some point wanted to see you take the rings and go forward without them pushing you. Because I think almost like it's a test. Like, hey, look, this is where we want to go. This is what I want you to do. Yeah. This is the way. And then they're like just waiting for you. Okay, go forward, right? And then they're just kind of like behind. Still are you wait, sure? Is this, is this what I could do? Yeah. No, motherfucker, go forward. But are 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 you sure, babe? Are are you are you? Is this okay? And they're kind of like you know, like when a dog does something, they look at you to see for approval. I feel like that's what some of these boys are doing. They're they're doing, but they're just doing enough to get her approval. I know. And then I'm going forward, and that's where these females, I think the females nowadays are getting frustrated. But yeah, I mean, I I, I get that. Like my first son. Um, he never really, we never really talked about his relationships. I know he was at, had been in relationships in the past, but I'm not gonna lie, my, my first son, though, straight killer. I mean, he just so one time uh, it was it was like in the beginning of either the end of, of middle school or the beginning of high school. He was dating this little girl. I remember he was all excited. He was dating her, and on Christmas he wanted to buy her this little necklace. So he's like, "Dad, let's go out. Let's go buy this necklace. I want to buy her this necklace." I'm like, "Cool, I'll help you out with that." I like not over fifty bucks. <laughs> not over 50 bucks he's like oh yeah yeah yeah, cool dad so he goes he finds his little necklace and, and he's like dad can you spot me some money like well how much is it 
it's like 120. I was like, man, it's not over 50. I'm like, you're just dating in high school, like junior high school. You ain't like getting nothing for this. You don't need to put that much money out now. You're supposed to say that for the real girlfriend. These are the practice girlfriend. So anyways, he bought her this necklace, right? He gives her this necklace. And so I'm like, cool. He's dating this girl. He's got a little necklace. You know, I'm, I'm thinking everything's cool, man. And about two or three months later, I realized he's not talking to this girl anymore, right? And I don't know what's going on. He doesn't talk to me about nothing. So my sister tells me, you know, they broke up. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no, he never, he never told me this. He didn't confide in me this stuff, you know, because we didn't have that kind of relationship where we confided in each other. But uh, I was like, well, man, I, I need to check on him. I can say he, he's okay. She goes, Psh. She goes, okay, your boy's a player. He don't even care. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, she goes, well, he didn't tell you what happened at school? I was like, nah. So apparently she, this little girl was talking to another little boy at school, right? And my son found out about it. But instead of getting heartbroken and beat up behind it, he didn't get none of that. You know what he did? He saw her at school. She, he walked up and she just like smiled at him and he just snatched that necklace and walked off. <laughs> Peace. And make things worse is she was a twin and the twin was trying to talk to him so he started talking to the twin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a player right there. I don't know where he got it from. He didn't get it from me because I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I was a pushover. I was a pushover in high school. I was like, I was always putting the friend zone and stuff too because even when I, when they were trying to throw the pussy at me, I was still like, nah, I don't know if I want it. I want to respect you. And they're like, no, don't respect me. Just fuck me. And I'm like, nah, I rather respect you. I think you, and then so you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So he didn't get that from me. So I, I'm I'm proud that he got that 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 self respect for himself and was able to stand up for himself. And that was cool. And I, and, and that's something that uh, like I say, it's all different on each person on how they on the deal with those relationships and how they deal with breakups and stuff like that. Now my son's a lot older. He's he's uh 22 years old now, and he's in a healthy relationship. He's got a, an amazing girlfriend that, that they live together in New York, and she's an artist and stuff like that. And and she motivates him and pushes him to do what he's doing. And and they, it's, it's, he finally found a good functioning relationship because they both motivate each other. They both have similar goals, and and they're they're going towards those same goals. So I'm I'm, I'm happy as hell for him. Oh, good. My youngest, my youngest, he's got a really good girlfriend too. And, and it's crazy because it, it, you know, they always say opposites attract. But I've seen in situations like these where it, it, they're opposite. But you don't want complete polar opposite. You want slightly opposite, but with similar interests. I think right. is right. what you want. So they, my girl, my my son now, and my youngest son now that lives with me and his girlfriend, they're opposite, but then they're very similar in a lot of ways too. They have a lot of similarities. They have a lot of similar interests, but they're opposite enough to where it's just kind of right. Like you know, like she pushes him, and because I hear her, she'd be telling him like, "Oh, Ian, you need to go do this. Remember, and uh, and so and, and you need to do that." And it's not that she's nagging him. She's just pushing him because she wants him to do better. She's like, she knows that he can do better. Yeah. And so he'll take that and he'll run with it. And, he'll, and he does. And he's, 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 he's very strongly motivated. And I think that's cool because he has somebody behind his back that's supporting him and motivating him. And it's interesting. Like, he wants to be a photographer. So he's always out there cool. doing photography, doing pictures. And instead of her nagging him, she'll go out there with him. She'll pose for him. And, and, and you know, help him with what he's doing. She even bought him, like, this really nice... Uh, fancy uh, portable light so he could light up the area whenever he's doing photography. So uh, the point of all this is like, you know, relationships are weird, but I feel like they got a better grasp of what they want in relationships versus like when we were a little bit younger, we were trying to get in relationships. I think my grasp on relationships when I was younger was um, I was very old school uh, uh, on my understanding of relationships. I was very old school. I was very um, chivalrous when it came to a relationship. I put a female on the top pedestal and everything above everything that was, you know, just trying to be 
that very chivalrous guy. And because of that, I think I missed out on a lot of opportunities when yeah. I should have just been a scumbag in a, a little bit. You know, just a little bit of scumbag, maybe a little bit of spine for myself. Yeah. And so to see that my boys were able to grow up and develop that spine and develop that that sense of of their self and not lose themselves in somebody else, uh, I think that's really cool and, and and different. You know, it's I feel like it's it's a it's a it's a healthier way of, of being. Are you still that chivalrous guy? No. You still put her on the pedestal? Yes. <laughs> She's still uh, on the pedestal. I'm just not very chivalrous anymore. <laughs> I'm fucking old now. I ain't got time to be chivalrous. All I got to do is feed her tacos, and she's fucking happy anyways. Tacos, tacos will make anybody happy. It makes my wife extremely happy. Yeah. She, she feed her tacos and, 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 and video games. I, 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 like I said, I took advice from my kids, and I found a female. I found a wife that... That we have similar interests in. We're, we're, we're different. My wife and I are different. My wife is very educated. She's very educated. She's very smart. She's very calculating. But she's, she, she likes video games. She likes anime. And, and we just have fun together. We, we enjoy laughing at each other. We, we can look at each other. And even when we get on each other's nerves and when I piss her off. And trust me, I piss her off a lot. We can always sit back and laugh at it, and that's the cool thing. I think that's I think why this relationship has been by far my most healthiest and most productive relationship I've ever been in. Because everything before this has always been, I fall in love, I do everything that they want to do, and we go nowhere. We spin our wheels, and we we just like in mud. And I'm never fucking happy. I'm always miserable in the relationship. But I stick to it because you know that's you know what they tell you. The old school is like, yeah, you gotta stick it out. You know, even yeah. the hard times and the bad times. I'm like, at some point, you got to quit sticking it out. <laughs> when is it going to Because, like, good? fuck that shit. I'm only going to live for so long. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm now I finally got a good, I, I got a great match. I have a, an awesome wife. She's really cool. And, uh, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm a lot happier now. And so I'm hoping that by my kids seeing this kind of, seeing my relationship now, that it, it, it encourages them to stick to their guns on the way they are and, and, and continue to be in healthy relationships. Cool. Yeah, um, the two middle ones, they, uh, they, they tend to be, like I said, they're more of a laid-back personality. So uh, they don't like to get into relationships where they're playing. There's a lot of games where they're, they're playing a lot of games. Yeah. And uh, so they don't do that. But now this one over here to my left, my youngest, he's definitely a player. Is he? Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. up? Let, let's let's explore this a little bit. I'm I'm curious now. What, so what is with dear old Trishan over there? What's Mister Player Player doing? I saw I saw a, I think it was a text message or some kind of message. I saw a message uh, where he had some interest in this little girl. This was after his his very first breakup. I mean, he's only had one breakup. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think yeah. we had a conversation about this once before. A while back. Yeah. So how that go again? The breakup there. Well, hang on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this one. So okay, I, okay. We saw we saw this message. His mom saw it. She showed it to me, and because uh, every now and then she'll check his phone, even though he doesn't. He hates that. And some that did you ever check your kid's phone? Fuck no. Uh, for I was me, afraid of coming across something I didn't want to see. Well, I mean, we wouldn't go through the phone, but she would check to see who he's talking to and stuff like that. What kind? What kind of stuff that he's uh, communicating about things like that, making sure he's not sending any dick pics or anything. Like and if that. he is, though, I mean, that's 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 the reason why I never checked the phone. Because what if he is sending a dick pic? What are you gonna do? I mean, how does that conversation go, son? Well, she's probably. I was going through your private phone and your things like that, and 
I have to see your penis there, and and I was just I just first of all, let me tell you, son, fucking great job on the penis. (laughs) Your dad did a great job. I'm really impressed with the way it looks, <laughs> but it's not appropriate to be sending this to young ladies. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Yeah. But, um, uh, right. And if you are, at least fluff it up a little bit, just a little. I mean, that's a, that's a weird conversation to have with your kid, I think. So that's the reason why I didn't want to go through their phone, because I didn't want to see that. Or yeah. God forbid you saw something else. What if, what if you didn't know something about your kid and, and you found a penis and not your son's on the phone? Then that goes a whole other way with another conversation. Yeah, another well, conversation. son. I like to say um, I'm very shocked. Uh, you definitely got your mother's taste. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, be careful what this, you ask for. Yeah. So he had he had this uh, message on there, and like I said, he had he had some interest on this little girl, and I think he was starting to talk to her, but uh, it didn't go far. But he was messaging his friends. He goes, "I think I can pull her." I think I can pull her. <laughs> he had confidence in himself, uh, but it, it didn't materialize. So, but no, he's um, yeah, he he recovered from. The, you know what the funny thing is about his breakup? He was with this little girl, and you know they went to what what party did y'all go to? What was it? Huh? That that party where y'all dressed up at the school? Oh, yeah, it was a Valentine's dance or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they got all dressed up. He was in a suit and everything. She was in a dress all, and everything. And they, they looked real cute together and everything. And so yeah. they were kind of, uh, they were boyfriend and girlfriend for a little bit. And then he decided he wanted to break up with her. And He decided to break up with her? Yeah, he's decided to break up wait, with wait, her. Wait, okay, hold on. What was the thought? You want to tell the story? What was the Tristan, thought process behind that? Tristan, Tristan wants to tell the story. Okay, Tristan's going to tell the story. Oh, cool. So we have our we have our first guest. Uh, granted, it is a minor. He is uh, on because of stipulations on this on this particular podcast. We have to inform everybody that the uh, uh, next guest coming on is a minor. He is not drinking. We are not allowing him. And he's put not the, smoking. Put, put the cigarette down, boy. Cut down. <laughs> he's not drinking. He's not smoking. Okay, guys. I promise. Okay, one sip, but that's it. Okay, no, no drinking at all for this minor, but go ahead and continue your story. Tr- okay. Tell us, Tristan, about your experience well, f- here. Yeah, first introduce yourself. Okay, so my name's Tristan, or T-Dog, or... T-Dog? Yeah, I still go by that name. Where did that come from? Oh, it was a... This is podcast name. Yeah, that was my, pod- that was my stage name. That's your stage name? T-Dog. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a... Like a uh, went through a rapper phrase. Yo, my name is T Dog. Yeah, like you have to have a deeper voice for T Dog. I, I I did. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did, but it cracked. <laughs> yeah, it's starting to crack. Yeah. Um. I did go through a rapper phase, which was pretty funny, with my braids. But so. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell the story now. So. Yes. Um. I was on a call with my friend, or no, I think I was on a call with all my friends, and oh, my friends have been telling me to break up with her, because they say, like, um, she always, like, they say she was controlling, kind of, like, in a way where she would just, like, tell me what to do, so I had to do it, and then my friends told me one time that I needed to stop, so then I did, because I listened to them. And then, yeah. And how'd that work out for you? Uh, my friend got with her. What? Yeah. So one of the friends that was telling him that he should break up with her. And and the, and the reason for that is because... He every, sandbagged you. Yeah, every yeah. time every time he was hanging out with his buddies, 
she wanted to be on the phone with him, right? So the friend was jealous. Uh, the friend had ulterior motives, I guess. Yeah. And so he ended up with her. But the funny part with, was, is this is the funny part. Okay, so we didn't know he had broken up with her. We didn't find out. He broke up with her like on a Friday. We didn't find out till like Sunday. And that was because my wife noticed that there was something off of off of you know just a little bit off was he playing r&b music in his room no 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 <laughs> no we were actually there? did he come out on the robe and just like <laughs> fuck it dad you know what i'm not even drinking two percent milk i want whole milk tonight <laughs> <laughs> tired of this just, don't even look at me man <laughs> he came well, was that what it was no, the, no, the no. mcdonald's cheeseburger wrapper stuck, <laughs> to, his just stuck to his forehead and like that. <laughs> he, he don't even have facial hair but for some reason he had a five o'clock shadow <laughs> so we were actually at my parents' house, and so Celine started asking him about it, and so he didn't want to talk about it. And then he opened up and said that he had broke up with Sophia. It's like what? And uh, and so he was the one that broke up with her. And this is a funny thing, is because I always thought that they were such a cute couple. And then when he said that he broke up with her, it it it, it hurt me. <laughs> it, it hurt me because it's, it's like, like, when did we break up? <laughs> bullshit. It was like. It was like why? <laughs> you didn't even consult me. We were doing so good together. We 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 love Sophia. Why? And I felt so bad for her and everything. For and her? Yeah, I felt bad for her because he he, he broke up with her just well, like apparently that. Apparently she rebounded just fine. Well, she did. And, and so, because you know what? Honestly, I figured that she would end up getting tired of him and break up with him. And, and it's like, oh, man, if she breaks up with him, that's going to be, we're going to have to be there to help pick up the pieces, right? And that was my thought that it would end up being her to break up with him, but he did it. But we still I had love to the be confidence. There. I love the confidence your dad has in your capability to keep in a female. <laughs> no, she no. was definitely gonna break up with him because he's got too much of me in him. No, and, and, and definitely, Celine's so, only with me now because we're stuck together. But <laughs> <laughs> she had her choice. <laughs> so it was like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna have to help, you know, pick up the pieces with him. But um, but he was the one that ended up breaking up with her, and then like. N- it wasn't maybe even a week where he regretted it, right? Yeah, the moment he saw her on his buddy's Instagram page, is that's the moment right there where he's like, that motherfucker. <laughs> did, did that go through your head? Um, we, don't, they don't have to lie here on the podcast. You can. Is that what went through your head? No. I, I was mad, but... So in your head, you didn't go, that motherfucker. I mean, I guess you could say that, but like... <laughs> I like this answer. Um, the monster check I, I this was, shit out later, Mike. Stop it. <laughs> um, I, I was I was kind of sad though, because I guess I wasn't ready to break up with her too. So. So did you learn a lesson from this though? Yeah. And what was the lesson you learned? Uh, don't don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to your friends because they're yeah. they're assholes. Well, it was just one. Of, well, it was they're all like, assholes. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now what? So. <laughs> Uh, so then my friend and her broke up and then she she started talking to me again oh she wanted to go back to the T-Dog huh <laughs> well she wanted to be friends because we didn't really like we kind of hated each other oh well she hated you but she wants to be your friend well like it was after because like I don't know she just she didn't want to like be like mad at each other I guess Something like that. Some days of her life kind of shit right here. Yeah. So now they're... Well, he says they're not boyfriend and girlfriend, but 
She did go to his football game the other day. So <laughs> okay, know. well, so, but see, this is the thing. Like, there's, I guess, at this age, there's really various levels of if you're a boyfriend. Like, what qualifies now as a boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, if you touch hands, does that make you boyfriend or girlfriend no. now? No. Like, if y'all pass each other little notes, does that make you boyfriend girl? Like, what constitutes boyfriend and girlfriend? Because that's where I'm confused at nowadays. Because like when I was younger, it, if I went by and and and, uh, and I told the girl hi, and she went back and said hey. Like we're fucking dating. That's my girl right there. Look at it. Watch out. Hey, hi. Date, she, dating. Dating is seeing each other in the hallway. In walking the hallway. To the well, we we've been dating. We went on three dates yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> First period, second period, and and sixth period. We were in the hall, just back and forth together. And then they have the lunch. I held her books for her. And then they have lunch. They sit together, but they don't have lunch together. Yeah. Not, yeah. So so so. So now you're just friends, though. Yeah. You see her, and she says hi. You, she sees you. She says hi. Yeah. Back and forth. I mean, do you call each other? Do we, yeah. Y'all be on the phone a lot, talking to each other. Yeah. Well, to late not at night. A lot. <laughs> um, I don't know. You don't want to answer. I, I yeah. feel like I feel like he's being put in the hot spot here. Are you put, yeah. Are yeah. we putting you in the hot is, spot right now? This is too much, bro. He, he he don't want to admit to it because then we'll take his phone away from him at night. Because yeah. I mean, they already, we, take, we they already take your phone. I mean, yeah. they already take it anyways. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, but it's not all the time. Because I mean, I still gotta talk to my friends. Did you lay ground rules down? It's like, all right, I'm gonna talk to my friends. Yeah, I'll be like, I, I, I can't talk right now. I gotta go talk to my friends. What did she say? She says, Bye. "Fine then." <laughs> she could, I, if I was her, I would have told you, didn't you, didn't you learn from the first time about your friends? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was only one. Anytime they hit you with that, fine then, then it's like, oh, yeah, it's fine not, is never fine. fine. Yeah. Fine then. Fine is never fine. Anytime they say fine then, you done, you done effed up. You're in trouble. Yeah. They're not happy with you. But if you're only friends, who matters then? You know, it don't, it don't matter at that point. Yeah. If you're only friends and you're like, Psh, peace, homegirl. <laughs> so uh, does, it, does she have any friends? Yeah, she has friends. She have any cute friends? <laughs> no. No, she's the cutest out of all her friends. I mean, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's so sweet. She's not gonna admit to it. So, do y'all have like a, a homecoming dance coming up? Uh, no, we have to wait until Valentine's. Oh, you gotta yeah. wait till freaking February before y'all can go on a date again. No, they don't have. They don't have. Uh, Homecoming dances there? Mm-mm, no. Oh. For football? Football usually had homecoming dances. Yeah. How about this? You ever go to the movies together or anything like that? No, my parents are too overprotective. Who are? My parents. They don't, they don't let Dave. me. Dave. They know it's because it, it, it's kind of like it's embarrassing because my parents have to be there. Okay, so this is what happens. You let the parents take you to the, the movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all go watch one movie and you get them to go watch another movie. So technically, they're still there. They're just not in the same movie with you. I feel you, man. I, hey, I feel you. I'm, I'm with him on this, Dave. I'm, I, I'm gonna be. I'm, gonna be, I'm, t- I'm Team T Dog over here. You, you got to convince his mom. I'm but Team T Dog. Let me tell you. So he has a bad habit of coming up to us and asking us questions while he has his ear pods in. Oh yeah. And because he has long hair, we can't see the ear pods, right? And yeah. so he asks us these questions. He's got his friends on there, and he, and then we answer. It's like, wait. Who are you on the phone with? 
So the other day he came down there and he wanted to know, hey, um, oh my god, is is <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, he's don't, like, don't even, yeah, no, I don't, comes, wanna, I don't want to tell this story. He, he, I'm telling the story. You he don't have to tell the story now. So he comes down. He goes, uh, Mom, are, are you mad because I'm talking to Sophia again? And she says, Why would I be mad? I says, No, we're just checking. I'm just checking to see are you mad. And uh, well, no, because I was on mute. You, she was on mute. I was on mute. You was on mute. Yeah. Either way, she was on on the earbuds. Yeah. It, yeah. And Celine says, "No, I'm not mad, but I'm gonna tell you right now. You better keep that those hands, those lips, and that dick to yourself." <laughs> Damn. Now, how old are we again, Trishan? Uh, twelve. You're twelve. Okay, so she got a point. I agree with that a hundred percent. At twelve years old, just keep all those things to I mean, yourself. Yeah, but but. He's yeah, got, they could argue it for it. I mean, yeah. But I mean, if you hold her hand, that's one thing. Yeah, but that's as far as it's gonna go. Okay. Well, you, you say that's where as far as it go, but they, let me ask you this question. No, that's as far as we we allow it to go. But that, we again, would be okay. that's as far as you allow it to go in your presence. A lot of things can happen outside your presence. That is true. That so that's is true. Th- and this is one of the things I learned too. Sometimes it's better to address those things up front because what happens behind when you're not around. Could be a lot more worse because they don't have any idea. They have no, they don't have any. Well, if we guidance. Saw, if we saw them holding hands, I wouldn't have a problem. That's what I say. Holding hands, I think, should be cool. I mean, I twelve years old, you should be able to hold hands because I think this is now, what if I, I, I saw them kiss. Now that 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 would a be, peck on the cheek, a uh, peck on the cheek. Come on, Dave. Your grandma know. gives you fucking pecks on the cheek. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm not dating my grandma. <laughs> well, maybe. No. <laughs> grandma I'm might think that's a date. You take her out for dinner, and you come back home, and you're like, hey, me, hold on, thank you so much. And then that's a, a pick on the cheek. That's a different kind of date. That's a different it's kind still, of date. It's still a, it's an affection. It, that, that's yes. what that is, is affection. Yeah, but you're not going to get pregnant from a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, but the intention is different. No, because you have she to could be, be careful. Appreciative. It could be an appreciative kiss. Cause, you know what? I had a great time. Thank you so much for taking me to the movie. On the cheek. That's it. Well, we haven't crossed that bridge yet. So. Yeah, see, well, you got to get to that bridge. Exactly. You haven't got to the bridge yet. But this is just my thought process. And, and man, this podcast has really gone <laughs> a different direction. We went this from a smoking cool. and drinking podcast to teenage dating advice <laughs> with Dave and Mike. <laughs> and Dave, is, if y'all can see Dave's face, it's not a happy face right I, now. It, He's really like, damn, Mike, you're going to get me in trouble. I'm not going to be able to no, podcast with you no in trouble. I'm not going to get in trouble. I mean, that's, I mean you, you have that. You have your thoughts about it. And, yeah, definitely, definitely. So Everybody, that's why. Let's go mine. back to to everybody's parenting is different skills of parenting. My thing with well, this is is so my kids all stayed dating. I want to say around thirteen or so is when they started dating, holding hands. As far as I know, again, it's only as far as I know because again, so many things can happen outside of the control. They go to school all damn late. You can't be there watching them. Make sure right. they don't hold hands or or. My son's first time didn't even know he had his first time. It was at school in the damn in the damn uh, uh, playground yard over there. Oh, really? Yes, I found this out many many years later, and it was the girl who was the aggressor. It wasn't him. Well, and it, and it happens. And it happens. It happens. And, but but I never knew this, and then so I finally found out. Like, whoa, that's crazy. But that's why I know too. That's that's where it got me thinking. Okay, you know what? A lot of things can happen outside of my control. And the more I try to put them controls in place, the more likely they're going to try to go outside the way area. To accomplish, they're gonna they're gonna explore on their own. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I mean that's 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 true. Of and that's everybody. why I say there's a healthy way of, of guiding them into this. Like, so this again, this is my opinion, and it's not 
anybody else is are forcing anybody else. This is my opinion. But I, I feel like if we start them at a younger age, at, you know, 12 or 13, dating, monitored, it teach, they, at least we can guide them on the proper ways to, to respect each other. And, you, and hopefully derail them from making the same mistakes that we may have made at a younger age and stuff like that because they were guided. Well, I never made mistakes. I mean, I'll, I make all my st- my mistakes as an adult. You got four kids, Dave. Not all of them were winners, and not all of them were planned. <laughs> You've made but, mistakes. But did you, has your mom told you when when it's okay for you to start dating? No. She hasn't told you. No. At what age? No. 13, 14, Yeah, 15. she said something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, see, 13, you got another year. Yeah. Keep your hormones in check, dude. Yeah. All damn. I'm already going to bat for you. You already had an age already. So, I mean, he had, uh, <laughs> we had a birthday party for him over at main event, and uh-huh. uh, he invited his, his friends. Yeah. He invited some guy friends, and he, and he invited, she was invited, uh, but he had to invite her, her parents, uh, mostly her mom. He, he had to invite some other girls, which that was not a problem. That's a, that's a good thing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. She, of course, she wasn't going to be the only girl. We were going to invite other girls, and so um, and they had a good time. So, um, yeah, and it was fun, right? It was fun having her to hang out with her outside of school and everything. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. About. I'm not talking about move her in and everything, but like maybe a movie date that would be kind of cool. Go there, you know, y'all sitting y'all staying. Let them send their thing and watch a movie. That, that, well, it, I, I think Celine has agreed to that. Do a movie date, but we would be in the same theater. Yeah, see, you got to pick and choose your battles, buddy. You're gonna be in the row right behind him, but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Your dad's gonna be that asshole throwing popcorn on you. Yeah, I was just gonna say, throw popcorn. Hey, get back, get back, <laughs> stay in your seat, sir. Can you keep it down? That's my son right there. Shut up. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think hand check. Every five minutes, he just yells in the back behind you. He yells hands, and you gotta put your hands up so you can see him. They're right here, dad. They're right here. Yeah. <laughs> a selfie stick and take a picture over their laps. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? Don't do the movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, though. I like to see that. I mean, I like to see other people's uh, outtake on, on that because I think every parent... That's a touchy subject. When does my child start to date and what kind of roles do I put in place for them to date? You know, so that, 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 that's, that's an interesting... That, that's, that was a topic we weren't planning to talk about tonight, but I, I think that's a pretty interesting topic, yeah, though. And a lot of it has to do with you know the parent and the child itself, and what you're, yeah. what you deem acceptable, mm-hmm. uh, and you know we 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 definitely put a lot of trust in them. Um, you know we talk to them, especially him, because we know he's socially active, and we know that he's a real horn dog. And so, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, come out. <laughs> you know he's a real horn dog. Yeah. Does that mean that when y'all were going through his phone, y'all found porn? No, no. We just say that because we know he likes girls. Oh, well, that's... Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that, man. He's, he's over here torn his, his tongue. I'm like... I looked over there. He's just like... <laughs> I was like, okay, you're right. He is a horn dog. My bad. Don't take that guy anywhere to the movie. Any family. They're not going to be safe. <laughs> no, I mean, because he, he's had girls that he's liked. And yeah. we, we know because he's not... He's not shy about talking about it with this. He may not sometimes say it right away, but we kind of know when he's up to something, and then that's when he'll admit to it. Well, that's one thing I, I, I could I, I could say that I've seen like well, between you and Celine is that Celine is very in tune to what's going on with everything. I've noticed that like she she almost it's almost like she has a sixth sense. She knows what's oh, going on man. before you even address it. 
her intuition is so strong. Yes, unbelievable. Very, very, very strong. And it's like, and, and like I said, I've always been the oblivious one. And it's like, no. And she'll tell me, your son is up to something. He's probably doing this. And she'll call it. And I was like, no, you think so? She said, yes, I maybe know. That's a, maybe that's a female thing. Because like I my wife, she's the same way too. Like, again, remember I was telling you about partnerships and everything like that. Yeah. Since I've been with Yolanda, I think one of the reasons why me and my son communicate better and everything like that is because my wife has opened my eyes up to a lot of things. She's the one who got me into the whole concept of, you know what? Either you talk to them about what they're doing and, 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 and kind of create a safe space for them to be able to talk to you and, and express themselves without feeling judged or, or feeling like they're going to get in trouble. It's going to be a lot better for you than, than going behind your back. I was like, for example, um, my son protects a certain things that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, and she was like, babe, you already know he is. I'm like, well, no, 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 not. And then we had this conversation and find out he was. Right. And so it was like, okay, where do we go from this conversation about there? And so now it's kind of like, okay, now we have more open conversation. We talked about it, didn't get after him about it. And, and more accepting because I understand this is what you are, where you are, what you're doing. Right. You know? And he's not doing it behind my back. And so I was like, that's kind of cool. But my wife opened my, my eyes up to that kind of stuff. So, And yeah, sometimes it does take a third party. Huh? But it, sometimes it does take a third party. Sometimes it does take a third party kind of open you up. Because I've met a lot of people, too, who have been very, like, I came from a fairly sheltered childhood. My parents mm-hmm. restricted a lot of shit I could do. I wasn't allowed to, to, to talk to my wife in high school. They thought she was the devil. I mean, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. <laughs> but... You know, in high school, I wasn't really allowed to talk to my to my wife. Now, and and and, and what, they had. What does your mom think now? Oh, my wife, my, my mom loves her. Okay. She is by far the best daughter in law she's ever had. Everybody in the family, she they love they. My family likes my wife more than they like me. They'll call and ask to talk to Boo before that. they talk to me. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's like they, hey, hey, I'm just calling not to talk to you. I want to talk to Boo Boo real quick. I'm like, well, whatever then. You know, so they love my wife now, but my parents are really strict. And the thing about that was, I couldn't tell you how many times I've done things outside the house when they didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> and thank yeah. God nothing happened. But, you know, I did this because they weren't going to let me do it. They told me not to do it. But whenever I found a way to get away and do it, I just did it. You know? Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I kind of was, was raised the same way. It was kind of a strict. I mean, we went to church all the time. My dad was a drinker, right? I was too. Uh, he never, he would never drink in front of. My grandparents, his his mom and dad, mm. never. I mean, and they knew that he would drink, but he would never let them see him drink. Never let them see him drunk. Oh wow! And so that was kind of you. It kind of leaves an impression on you. And so for me, my thing was all right. There was a lot of respect there, and there was a lot of I don't want to disappoint them. And right. I think it was more that that kept me uh, on the straight path. And my brother was a little bit different because, you know, we were seven and a half years apart. And uh, he grew up at a different time. And so he would do more things, get away with more things and stuff like that. So, but, um, yeah, so. But then again, like I said, growing up in a small town, there wasn't a whole lot to do. It's not like you could cut school and people not know about it, you know. Yeah, I was I was uh, I grew up in Victoria, so it was like you couldn't do shit in Victoria because the moment you did something on the other side of town, by the time you got back home, you done had four phone calls from other parents and like everybody basically raised you in Victoria because everybody knew everybody. You gotta think 
all those families stayed in Victoria, never left Victoria. So everybody, all those parents went to school together. They're yeah. all friends in school. As adults, they're all still friends. Now you're going to school with their kids. So everybody knows you. And it's like, you couldn't get away with nothing. Yeah. That's why I was so happy when we moved away and came to Houston. Because I like, finally, freedom. <laughs> yeah. The same way, when I was in high school, I remember this kid, went. they went to Sonic for lunch. Because we had an open campus in high school. And you know how at Sonic, they roll the window down, they bring the, the yeah. tray, and they put it on the door? Not anymore, but yeah. Yeah, well, they used to do that, and then they would bring you your food. They used to do roller skates, too, and everything? The roller skates, God, too. you're so old. And, th- and this kid, this kid, you know, they would leave the thing. Instead of taking it off and, you know, take off and leave it at the station, he, he took off with it, with the tray and everything. And went back to school, and we were in class, and the cops came, and they came to get the tray sonic's called the cops wow and said hey this kid they knew who the kid was he was here at lunch and he took the tray and so they went and found him in school grabbed him out of class made him go to the car get the tray and 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 return it that's hilarious (laughs) that's a small town right there yeah that's a very small town like billy we know where you live god damn it Here's here's another thing. It's like so the the school the high school we were at you know a lot of classrooms had windows and it was there was a lot of houses around it. Some kid decided to cut class, and uh, they went home and we could see him pull up in his parking lot. I mean, his, in his driveway. And the teacher saw him. Of course, it's like that was really dumb. And you're gonna cut school, go home, and right in the middle of of school where everybody can see you. That's hilarious. <laughs> Hey, real quick side note though, I've got into the middle of the cigar now, and now I'm starting to taste the spice in it. Are you? It's, it's got a little spice here, a little bit more bold towards the middle of the cigar. A little bit for me. A little yeah. bit for you, yeah. yeah. See, for me, I've, I've got a little more of the spice and a little bit more bold uh, flavor in the middle. I'm actually enjoying the middle a lot. Maybe it's because it's the third time I've lit it. I don't know, but it, it's got some, it's got some good spice flavor in there now. I know we've had so many interruptions. We've had to relight the cigars a couple of times. Right, exactly. We've had a lot of conversation today, the, more than we normally do as far as uh, off-the-key topics and everything like that. It's, it's, uh, it's crazy because, you know, you start talking about things like this, and we start talking about the kids, but then you start going down memory lane and the things that you did as a child and how you did things and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's funny. Yeah, because I, I, th- yeah, I think there's always going to be that, that comparison that, mm-hmm, that you're mm-hmm. going to do. Definitely, like, definitely. Right, what did I get away with or what did I try to get away with or, or how was I as a kid versus uh, what your kids do? Like Tristan, Tristan has a lot of questions and I don't know why he's so interested in what, uh, how I grew up and where I went to school because like, we went to go visit my parents this weekend. And he wanted to go see my high school. Maybe it's a way for him to kind of feel like he can connect with you better. Like I think, Probably. I think sometimes kids, sometimes, and this is me again, uh, not anybody else. But like for me, for example, as a, as a kid, my parents were all I put them like really high up there. Like my parents, were like I always thought they knew everything, that they had all the answers. But then I never really felt like I really knew my parents though, because mm-hmm. I knew them as mom and dad. But right. What I always had that back in my mind, like what got you out there? But then again, my family was very great about telling the stories about when they were in high school. Like, so we had all kinds of stories about my dad, about my mom. So we never really had the that curiosity as much per se because we knew. Like they tell us stories, like man, you know your dad this and that. Like my dad missed thirty one Mondays in a row. Yeah, <laughs> thirty one Mondays in a row, and this is the reason why. My dad used to work at this grocery store in Victoria. It's a local grocery store. It's called Dick's. And he worked at this grocery store called Dick's, and he worked D-I-X? in. 
Or? D D I C K. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dicks. It was called Dicks, and he worked in the meat market at Dicks. Okay. <laughs> T dog, come on, man. So he worked at the meat market at Dicks, right? <laughs> and so every Sunday, every every Saturday when he was working there, in the meat market, well, what happened was he would be cutting meats, briskets, you know, all the meats, and get yeah, it set yeah. up. Well, his brothers and his friends would try, show up in the back of Dicks, and so he would open the door and then chunk out meat. Every Saturday, he'd be chunking meat out there. So they'd have chicken, sausage, briskets, ribs, big-ass feast. And then they would go and buy a keg. So every Sunday, they had a big-ass barbecue and a party at the, at, at the, uh, at the park. Right. Just, they just got a barbecue, got drunk, fucked up. So he'd be so fucked up and hung over from Sunday that he couldn't make it to school on Monday. That's so he did awesome this 31 story. Mondays in a row. Finally, the, 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 the principal called him in the office like, Mr. Sanchez, look, you've missed 31 Mondays in a row. You shouldn't even be graduating or passing. But at this point, there's no way we can help you. So we're just going to pass you so we don't have to deal with you no more. <laughs> so he got, he, he got a diploma just to get him out of school. Out of school, yeah. Just get out of here. Just don't come back. I'm surprised they let it go 31 Mondays. It's a small town. What are you going to do? Who are you going to complain to? Tell his mom and dad, but his mom and dad, well, shit, he don't even live with us no more. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. You know, it, it was like dazed and confused back then, you know? So, um, you know, we hear stories like that. I mean, I've heard stories about how my dad used to go. They had a rival. Their rival schools over there were Stroman High School and Victoria High. Yeah. Victoria High were the prepper kids, the the more wealthier kids. And Stroman High were like, you know, those were the the... Those were the kids from the other side of the track. Those were the rough, the rough kids, the ones that came from families that were, you know, hard workers and kind of like, you know, a little more uh, urban. I, I, I don't know how to, how to say it, the yeah. uh, dregs or whatever they call them. You know, they were the rough, the rough side of the tracks, you know. The Stroman Flyers? Uh, Stroman Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Who were the Flyers? I don't know. No. Some well, has, some I, thought it was a fl- I thought they were Flyers. No, nah, it was the Stroman Raiders and the Victoria Trojans, I think. Trojans? Victoria were Trojans, yeah. Oh. So anyways, I mean, they would tell, us stories, about, schools, they would tell us stories about how all the kids at, at Stroman, they would skip school after lunch, and they would pile up in trucks and then drive over to Victoria High and kick the shit out of the guys over there at Victoria High and then come back to school. Because, Blimey. see, what it was is the guys at Stroman – would be at Stroman, and and they, like I said, they were the rough ones. They were the ones that smoked and and partied and and you know lived you know lived a, a very a basically a, re- a rebellious type lifestyle. But they liked dating the girls in Victoria High School because they were prissy and preppy and uh-huh. and and a little bit more. Ooh, I want to date the wrong guy, kind of thing. The bad oh, guy. Okay. So it was the bad boys going to date the girls that wanted to date the bad guys. But they so they'd go over there, beat the guys up, and then date the girls. You know, hmm. and so they would tell us a story, and, and I would just laugh about this because my mom would confirm it, and then not only my mom confirm it, his cousins would like, yeah, your dad was horrible about that. He'd go over there, <laughs> he'd fight two or three different guys, and you know, and then he'd take your mom, and and then so we heard these stories grow up, so we weren't really that curiosity, but maybe he hasn't heard those stories. Maybe Probably he wants not. to know that part of you. Maybe he wants to know what makes dad dad because all he knows you is his dad, and so he wants to know like your past, your childhood, and where you grew up. So he kind of gets a sense, I guess, for himself, too. Maybe it's an identity thing for him. He's trying to, to see where he fits into this whole piece and, and where his roots come from. Yeah. Because I mean, you pretty much lived your entire life here in, in, in League City, right? Or, yeah. Or, yeah, so he's lived a, in, in League City. A comfortable life. I want to say a privileged life, but a comfortable life, correct? Yes. So it's different for him. He wants to see... Huh? <laughs> I would say privileged. Okay, well, maybe Compa- privileged. Compared but- to what I... Yeah. But exactly, but that's what I think that's what he wants to see. I think that's what he's curious about. Am I wrong or am I right? You're right. See? 
So we went. Goddamn, I should be a goddamn child psychologist over here. So we went to the so we went to the stadium over there, and it's like they have this new stadium now. It's got turf and everything. It's like, oh, you played there? It's like, nah. The stadium that we had it was grass. Yeah. Bleachers are all old. No, they weren't wood. They were they were those fiberglass. Or no, they weren't aluminum. They were the fiberglass seats. Oh, the ones that you would fucking run your butt across, and it would get like splinters from the fiberglass and stuff. Yeah, they were old. It was, yeah. it was time for it to go. And, and about two, 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 three years ago, they uh, they they rebuilt it. So, so what do you think nice. about that when y'all went and saw his old school? Um, it's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. the high school. They even updated the high school. Yeah. It's all, it's all different. I hadn't even seen it. So how was that for you, though? Was that a little bit memory lane for you and kind of a little bit of nostalgic? A little bit, a little bit. And it's like, yeah, because I still sometimes think, it's like, man, it's, it doesn't seem like it was, what, 39 <laughs> years ago? Damn. Yeah, 39 Damn. years ago. That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm 43 now, so school for me was, what, like almost 25 years, I guess, give or take? Yeah. So even for me, it's kind of like, wow, this is crazy. 25 years ago, I was right where my kid is right now. Not particularly where he's at, but at that same age, I was 18, you know. So it's, I, I feel you on that. It, it, it's a crazy. But again, I think that's what, what Trishan was probably looking for over here. Was he's probably trying to get some connection there. That's cool, though. I applaud you for wanting to know, man. I still, I have cool. my, uh, I have my jersey from high school. I told him he should wear. You it. You fit in it. I haven't tried it, but probably not. <laughs> and I told him he should wear it to school. He said, Nah, it's too big. So. Wow, is it a big jersey? Yeah. Yeah. So you're a lot smaller than your dad was at your age. He's actually I'm, he, he's I'm actually bigger. bigger than I was. Oh, I'm, but he's 12 years old, and you were 18 wearing that jersey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah, when I was in high school, I weighed 150 pounds. Damn. Yeah. Player? What, what did you weigh? 150 something. 150 yeah, something. He's almost 160. So did so. you play football? Yeah. What'd you play? Uh, line. 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 And what do you play? Linebacker. Uh, line and D line. Line and what? D line. Defensive, D, defensive line. line. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. So, believe it or not, in high school I played quarterback. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I know nice. it's crazy looking at me now. You're like, how the hell did you play? But I played quarterback in high school. I played my uh, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. I think the senior year I quit playing because I started working. And where'd you? Where, what high school did you go to? Rayburn, Sam Rayburn High School. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I got some cousins. Uh, the uh, Andy, the one that was at the comedy show. Mm-hmm. Her, 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 and her brother and sister. They all graduated from Rayburn. No kidding. Yeah, but they're what, what year did they graduate? Uh, well, she's forty six. So okay, so she's probably like ninety four, ninety five, somewhere. Something around there, like there. that. Yeah, her her sister and brother probably graduated closer to you. They were probably closer to you. Yeah. I graduated in ninety seven. Yeah, I don't know when they did, but it was probably around that time. Yeah. How are her brother and sisters? I might even know them, shoot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the age difference between them. Uh, but they're sorry. they're in the 40s. That's fine. Okay, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. See, so we learned a little history lesson today, right? Yeah. That's cool. So, so yeah. Recapping here, Cigar was great. Yeah, it is good. It's I really still, enjoyed the cigar. If, if you guys get a chance to try these out, if you can find them in your local uh, smoke shop, uh, I definitely suggest trying the, the uh, Don Pepin uh, Garcias. Um, did I say that right? Pepin? Don Pepin? Pepin? Yeah. Don Pepin? Yeah. Don Pepin Garcias. I definitely would suggest trying them out. Um, it's got a blue label. Looks like it's surrounded by a crown. They're really nice. Uh, smoke really good. So I would definitely tell you to try that out. Um, as far as the whiskey today, 
That whiskey was good. Old Smoky Tennessee. Yeah, Old Smoky Tennessee. Salty caramel whiskey. <clears throat> I definitely liked it. I thought it was it was a really great uh, whiskey. It went really great with today's cigar. I, I'm really pleased with it and everything like that. Um, all in all, man, this, this was. I think I was. I'm very pleased with the cigars that we picked today and and the, and the whiskey. Um, so we had great cigars. We had great whiskey. Uh, I think we learned a lot today, Tristan. What did we learn today? Um. <laughs> Don't trust our friend's advice. Oh yeah. Yes, he already forgot, man. I yeah. feel. I feel like. I feel like we we didn't give him enough wisdom today. We got to talk to him again one day. Had this conversation again, but don't trust your friends' uh, advice. Yeah, yeah. Especially at twelve years old. Twelve year old boy, they they don't know anything about loyalty yet. Twelve years old is they're 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 out to get their own. They're just dumb. Yeah. So don't trust the advice of of twelve year olds. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, um, I want to give a shout out real quick. We have a a, a listener. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. 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 And uh, he hit me up the other day, and uh, he he really enjoyed our our first couple of episodes. His name is Paul Joseph. Um, he's a blogger uh, on Instagram. You can find him at puro underscore smokers underscore cigars underscore. And uh, I think he's out of Cali. And uh, he's a big cigar smoker himself um, and likes to play golf. And so, yeah, he, he sent me a message the other day. He said, good podcast last week. Keep them coming. Uh, I think that was from the the second episode. Oh, awesome! Thank you, Paul. Yeah. I appreciate you listening to us, brother. Sorry. We're definitely going to keep on trying to do this, and and we're going to keep on going on with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can see he's definitely an avid uh, cigar smoker, man. We appreciate your listening, brother, and um, we look forward to looking out to what you got going on. And uh, and yeah, this is this is why we do this. I think, David. I mean, this is uh, the reason I know that I started this with you, or the reason I was looking forward to doing this podcast is because, I mean, you kind of opened my eyes to the whole cigar thing, and so. Uh, I find that it's a it's a great way of bonding with other friends. Yeah, and and it's a great way of just spending time, uh, just kind of chilling and, re- and relaxing. I've I've I found a lot of calmness and a lot of peace out of smoking with cigars, having a little bit of whiskey, and and just having these talks are really cool. So yeah. uh, that's definitely the reason why we do this. We hope you guys continue to listen to us, and and man, we welcome any comments, any suggestions. Uh, shout outs if you want to shout out, you know, put a comment in, us, in, in, put up, a comment yeah. in, in in the. Uh, in the Instagram or, or on, on Spotify, you know, leave a comment. Hey, shout me out. Uh, or, hey, if you have a question, you know, shoot us a question. We'll try to answer it the best that we can on the next podcast for sure. Yeah, if you have any cigars or whiskey, bourbon that you want to suggest that we try, that you've enjoyed and you think we should, then uh, let us know. Send us a message. Hit us up on the Smell My Bourbon uh, Instagram page, and uh, we'll definitely make the effort to uh, um, get it on, the, uh, on an episode. Sure. I want to, I want to put a poll out there because I'm, I'm, now that we've been thinking we're talking about this whole thing and I'm I'm just curious now I'm curious on the audience and what they think about this so I want to put this poll out um, and maybe you could put it on the Instagram underneath when, we, when you release this okay should T Dog go on a movie date <laughs> I, just, I, I want to know what y'all think I want to know how y'all guys what are y'all guys feelings out there should should T Dog be allowed to go on on a movie date by himself by himself or should he have his parents okay. I'm curious. I'm curious to see where, where everybody falls on this. I think it's, it's it, what do you how do you feel about that, T Dog? you feel that's that's a good I'll poll be, question? I don't really care. You don't really care? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right. Are you curious? But is it a, is it a good poll question? Is it yeah. Curious? Yeah, Would you like to see, yeah. see where it falls? Right? See yeah. where it falls on there. So let's put that out to you guys. So you know, if you listen to the podcast, you stuck to this part. We, one, we appreciate you. We thank y'all so much for listening. And then two, if you hear this poll question, so this is the poll question: Should Trishan be allowed to go on a movie date by himself or with his parents? I want to see where y'all fall at. You know, like, leave a comment, let us know what's up. Um, with that being said, guys, look, we got a lot of great shows coming up. Uh, this is the, the on, under our, our Los Comedy Compadres brand. We have a lot of good shows coming up in October. We're going to be busy, busy in October. And uh, and who knows? We might be in your neck of the woods. We have uh, shows going throughout the whole month of October. October 4th, uh, Dave and I, along with some other uh, compadres, are going to be in Angleton, Texas. Uh, Alvin. Alvin. Is it Alvin or Angleton? Alvin. They're kind of right there to each other, aren't they? Alvin, Alvin and Angleton are side by it's side almost? not that close, but yeah. They're, they're okay, well, we're going to be in Alvin, Texas yeah. on October 4th. We're going to be in Alvin, Texas um, doing a comedy show there with our, our good friend Josh Yenikopoulos. Yep. Uh, we're really excited about this. I think the headline on that one is going to be Jerry Longmire. Right, Longmire? Mm-hmm. Jerry Longmire. And then on October 6th, on October 7th, October 7th, we have a private party in Sugarland. We have the very hilarious, very funny Monique Marvez coming all the way out to spend time with us. Yep. So that's, an, that's a private event on the 7th. But on the 8th, at the same location, the 6th Street, the, the Street Lounge. or uh, The Lounge at 6th. Lounge, I mean, I'm, I'm already I'm buzzing. <laughs> I'm buzzing. That whiskey's hitting. <laughs> the Lounge at 6th in Sugarland. On October 8th, we're having two shows, two shows with Monique Marvez. We have an 8 o'clock early show and a 10 o'clock late show. Either show is going to be freaking amazing. Uh, you can get tickets on Eventbrite for that show. So definitely, if you're interested in, in, in coming out, and that's going to be an all-female cast. That's going to be an all-female show. Uh, it is being produced by those comedy compadres, but we're not going to be on the show. It's going to be all-female cast. And the great thing about this particular show is that proceeds from this show a portion of the proceeds from the show are going to uh, cancer uh, cancer research. Yeah, the Susan G. Komen. Yeah, Susan G. Komen uh, yeah. uh, uh, Foundation. So uh, it's a great cause. It's a lot of fun. If you get there for the 8 o'clock show, you can get the food. They have amazing food. They, they serve a, it's Thai food. They got yeah. some really good pad thai, which is, I've never had pad thai. And it, it was really, really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just noodles. I know it's just yeah. noodles, but it, the spice in it was great. No, I mean, uh, I, I saw some of the food being delivered to the tables, and it smelled really good. It's, yeah. But if you are planning on going to that show, get your tickets now because um, I it's believe the 8 o'clock out. show is almost, yeah. almost gone. If not. It's, it, is very, it is a limited seat event. Uh, the, the venue holds uh, about 50 people. So it's nice. It's intimate. You won't ever get a chance like this to see somebody of, of Monique's uh, uh, caliber yeah. this close and this intimate of a city. Uh, of a setting yeah uh, so definitely go on Eventbrite get your tickets uh, if you can um, you can also if you live in the Sugarland area you can get tickets there at the at the venue at the uh, the lounge at 6 um, so that's that's on the 8th and then on the October 14th we're gonna have our first Los Comedy Compadres at Magnolia Tavern yes I'm excited about this this is a new tavern this is a new place that we're gonna be doing comedy at uh, the venue's excited for us being there we have it's gonna be a, a, an all Los Comedy Compadres lineup you're gonna get all the all the, the oldies and goodies there. It's going to be me. It's going to be Dave, uh, H-Town Bully, and, and I think we're going to have special guest Nathaniel Amador right. uh, with us that night. So it's going to be a great show. You can make it out there. Uh, Magnolia Tavern, it's off of uh, Milby Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the navigation area, right? Uh, yeah, it's like on the east end. The east end, yeah, yeah. 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 
So East End and Houston pretty much on that one. That's October 14th. Then um, October 22nd, we're going to be right back to our home base, Winter's Bar Pasadena. And, man, we have a show coming for you there. We got the very, very funny Keisha Hunt headlining that show. And I'm excited for this. Keisha has been a, a, a comedian that I've watched for a long time. I've been a big fan of her. I think she's super, super funny. So uh, that's going to be a great show there. Uh, tickets are available for that show at the venue. Or you can uh, reach out to me or Dave for tickets for that show. So that's October yep. 22nd. And then I believe the final show 29th. is October 29th. And that is? In Pearland. In Pearland. The, the VFW. Come support your veterans. Yes. Um, so it, that's going to be a great show in the Pearland area. So we're going to be all over the Houston market uh, this mm-hmm. month. And so we, we got a lot of things going on. Uh, we have new merchandise coming out. We're going to have some new Los Compadre shirts coming out. Yes. And uh, and eventually, I, I, I think we're going to probably go towards the way of getting some of these uh, Smell My Bourbon t-shirts coming out, too. Yeah. So we'll that's something about that in, in the mix. So, yeah. again, guys, thank y'all guys for listening. We appreciate y'all. And until then. We're out. We're out. Later. Peace.